Keeper Chat. My name is Flora. And my name is Fauna. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, let's get... Beefy. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't think of anything. Beefy. Let's beef You went up. for it. Let's carb okay. up. Ah, oh, I love it. I love carbs. I love getting beefy. Love it. I'm really pumped about it. Oh, wait. I think I know what this week's animal is then. Yeah, right? Like, come on. How could I not? Okay, before we get to that, Flora, how was your week? Um, I'm good. My week was pretty good. I did get oh. a new headset. Ooh, boop, nice. Boop, boop. Treat yourself. Boop, 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 boop. Um, so we'll see maybe yep. if that eliminates some of our echo. Okay. And um, if not, you'll know it was me. Yeah. Or just, I mean, I, it, I did buy it to play video games. It's not necessarily a podcasting mm-hmm. um, noise-canceling mic. But it is, I feel like I'm screaming because I can't really hear myself that well. And so oh. it's weird when you can't hear yourself. So I, I might be screaming yes. right now into the microphone. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Nice little drop some cashola on this bad boy. We'll see how how we do. That's cool. I like that. How's your week? My week's been good. It's been very busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a bunch of stuff going on this week, lots of cleaning. There was one day where I think I didn't stop moving from like mm, 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Fantastic. Like I didn't sit down. I didn't I didn't do anything that wasn't a brisk walk and or run. So I was pooped. I mean, that sounds not great. It was a long day. I came home and was like, oh, I'm ready for death. <laughs> Someone put me out um, of my misery. Yeah, so that was good. Uh, good all around. Well, there you go. Uh-huh. That sounds fun. It wasn't. Okay, well, moving on <laughs> to your great, wonderful life where you had so much fun this week. Uh, cool. <laughs> we can talk about my aminol. Yes, can I guess? Yeah. Okay, so we're on W. We're on that big dub. And I also think it's funny how, like, we always do this, like you and I, because we don't go into these episodes knowing what the other one does. Yes. So we're always like, oh, I wonder what it is, and we guess and whatever. But, like, everyone out there knows because of the title <laughs> of the damn episode. And then there's, so, like, a picture of its big dumb face, like, exactly, right when you like, log on. We spend, like, two minutes each episode, and everyone's like, we know what it is. Well, okay, guess what, well, bitches? We don't. And this is fun. And this is fun for us. And it's all about us. It has nothing to do with you. It's the only fun I have all week. (laughs) Guessing an animal. Okay, is it the Watusi? Oh, no. Really? Yeah, sorry. Oh. Oh, what is it? It's that motherfucker walrus. Oh, (laughs) what? (laughs) Why'd you say beefy? Walrus are beefy, dude. They're like big and thick. I mean, they're not made of beef. Watusi is like an actual cow. (laughs) Oh, fucking no. I told you I couldn't think of anything. I was going to say like tusky, but then it was just like... Number one, what does that even fucking mean? And number two, that would give it away instantly. That's true. It also sounds like a slur, so maybe don't ever say that again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Edit that out. Watch you see would have been good, but I just had to do this big, beautiful baby. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm for it. I love, I love it. And let's just preface the whole podcast by saying I hate big, gross things. And I yeah. was going to go in, and I was, like, learning facts about this thing, and I was like, oh, I'm going to hate it. It's going to be disgusting. It's a giant testicle. 
stop. Stop the presses. I'm in love with the walrus. That's amazing. That's not surprising in the slightest. It's really cute. It does cute shit. Okay. So walruses, uh, kingdom phylum class, animal chordate mammal, um, order they're carnivores. So they're carnivora. There is a clade. So between order and family. And that clade is pinnipedia. So you might have heard the word pinniped before. These are all of those fin-footed, semi-aquatic little mammalie boys. So the seals and sea lions, walruses, those are pinnipeds. Cool. Um, and then he is in the family Odobenidae, uh, Odobenidenes, oh, wait, Odo, <laughs> Odobenis rosmeris is the walrus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then people think that like the like etymology of the term goes back to Dutch roots, where it either means horse whale or shore giant, both of which sound cool as fuck. <laughs> they sound legit. Yeah. They knew what they were doing. They're just like, he is a shore a giant. I love how it can mean one of those two things and both are applicable. <laughs> yeah. And then I've seen other stuff that's like, it means toothed like horse or something like i just still right words are all made up and i think we can make everything mean something so that's what i found out from the internet oh that's a beautiful phrase (laughs) language is made up nothing nothing. matters (laughs) yeah well i meant the second half but sure oh okay cool 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 um so there are three different subspecies potentially of walrus um when we get into their conservation status later it's actually combined it's actually only two subspecies. The third one is questionable. And then in conservation, they actually just combine it and just talk about walrus in general as a full species. But anyway, so there is the Atlantic walrus, which where do you think it lives? If you had to guess, Fauna. In the Atlantic Ocean. Ding, 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 ding. You get yes. a gold star. Okay. And then the second one would be the Pacific walrus. Do you have a guess where no, maybe um, that one maybe lives? Maybe the Pacific Ocean. Oh, shit. You got it. Wow. I can't even believe it. And then um, the third one, which is questionable, is the Laptivi walrus, which oh, right. um, does live in the Laptiv Sea. <laughs> oh, very cool. So um, I'm really glad that those biology degrees that we got are coming in handy. Because otherwise, we would never would have known this stuff. Like, yeah, ever. I went to college to know that. So right. money well spent. Um, but that Laptive Sea, he is part of the Arctic Ocean, and that's just most likely part of the, like, really Western Pacific population. So, really, really questionable on whether that's even a thing. But that's fine. He can pretend to be a thing. Um, all these boys and girls are distributed around the North Pole in the Arctic Ocean and the subarctic seas of that Northern Hemisphere. So, they're really, like, circumnavigating the North Pole. Like, it's just like a big old circle up there, Mm. and they're kind of everywhere. Okay, that sounds um, good. And they're all about Alaska, man. They oh, love Alaska. Aren't we all? I know. It's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place. Um, and they did find a 28,000-year-old fossil of oh a um, walrus, and that was in the San Francisco Bay. So um, originally their uh, habitat went much lower, of course, with the receding sea ice. They're kind of stuck up north a little bit. But um, maybe 28,000 years ago, they were chilling in San Fran. Hitting it up in San Fran. Uh, Flora, how is that possible, though, if the Earth is, like, 3,000 years old? So here's the thing. I don't know. That's one thing I just can't get my head around. Like, the Earth is flat, so, like, I don't really get how they're, like, circumnavigating the North Pole Mm -hmm. because the North Pole is just, like, a flat piece of paper. And then, yeah, the Earth only being, like, as, like, 2018 years old or whatever, like, I don't Mm -hmm. really... 
understand, like, who went out of their way to, like, put that fossil in the ground just to, like, throw us. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, we can't answer all questions on this show, but we can answer some of them. So and then we can make more, for sure. Yes, 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 yes. Like, we can it's leave really, you more confused. Definitely. Yeah. It's the discourse, I think, that people are after and less, like, mm. the illumination of information. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you bring up illumination because I'm going to say the Illuminati put those fossils in the ground. <laughs> if I had I to guess. I was going to say it directly. <laughs> <laughs> just going to beat around the bush just a little. The illumination of information. <laughs> Um, oh god, they're gonna find us now and like I don't know, pull my teeth out. Is I know that the, what they do. We've said their name out loud and they're coming for us. It's like this we've Facebook said it, ads. Like, three times. <laughs> I know. Next time you get on Facebook, it'll be like suggested for you, Illuminati Death Camp. I don't know. <laughs> be like, oh man, but Wait. I'm already going to a different camp. <laughs> nope, you're booked in. Reservation right. down. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, and those boys are the biggest, beefiest boy, which I wrote down. Are you down. talking about the Illuminati? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my transition, where I'm just like, uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> it's fucking seamless. It was. I didn't, yeah. Um, <laughs> walrus. walrus I, The walrus. So they're big as fuck, my man. Like, oh my god. Um, the Pacific, they're bigger than the Atlantic, they um, weigh the most and they're largest. So they can be upwards of 1,800 to 3,700 pounds. Woof. And some are even over 4,400 pounds. That's a tall glass of milk. I mean, Jesus, McFuck. I can't. That's a, a never-ending buffet. God bless and then they have um so they're like they used to be hunted and in 1909 they found they had a hide of a walrus that weighed 1100 pounds and oh. the skin the hide of a walrus is 20 percent of their body weight so they're estimating that the walrus that this came from was over 5,000 pounds <gasps> oh my god i just can't even put that into perspective like that is that's just a lot of meat isn't it Oh my god. It's so It's a lot meat. of like meat wrapped up in a meat bag. So the Atlantic have less meat. They're about 10 to 20% less. Mm. Um, males average out about 2,000 pounds. Okay. Um, these guys are also, you typically have shorter tusks and a flatter snout. Hmm. And um, just in general, females are about two thirds the weight of males and they are anywhere from 880 to 1,200 pounds. Oh. And, um, so other than size, there's nothing, like, sexually dimorphic. Both male and females have tusks, which we'll talk about later, because those are fucking wild. Um, length of wait, these- wait, 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 wait. I'm having a brain fart. Did you say the females are 180 to how many pounds? I said um, 880. 880. Oh, my God. That oh, little like, bean. That's a hell of a range. <laughs> That little bean that comes out. 180 to 1,200 pounds. <laughs> Who's oh the God. fucking little one? Oh, man. Who's the big one? <laughs> um. So okay. lengthwise, their bodies are anywhere from 7 to 11.8 feet long. Woof. Which is fucking massive. That's big, but like for it to weigh that much is still crazy. Crazy. Like, there's just a lot of them then. They're like... They're like a Jabba the Hutt kind of thing. Oh my god, are they so Jabba the Hutt? That's such a good point. 
I forgot Star Wars existed. Um, and they're there just like Star- Jabba the Hutt. Yes, there have been a few Star Wars over the years. A couple, a couple of wars in the stars. Yeah, why Continue. can't they fucking have a peace act? Okay, uh, babies. They come out about seventy three. Star to- peace. <laughs> the new, the next movie that's going to come out is Star Peace. Sorry, Star- me. <laughs> Starting me. And I'm just going to be, like, in space and be like, damn, it's good up here. I'm glad we're all at peace. (laughs) Love this. I'm so relaxed. Aren't you? And then you'll say, yeah. And then it's over. Credit roll. Millions. We'll make millions. J.J. Abrams. That fact. (laughs) That that facker? (laughs) That big facker. Oh, no. J.J., you fucker. Um... (laughs) Let me talk about my wall right. Um, so Tell me about their children. So the babes, seventy three to one eighty seven, um, and they are they come out about three to five feet. So oh my god, <laughs> get so, ready. So me, so just me. <laughs> yeah. So just like an average woman. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, okay, but like. Let me yep. just be clear here that an average woman is not three to five feet. I meant to say an average adolescent woman. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Our averages have gone down lately. The world's shrinking. I knew what you meant. Great. Um. So the walrus is the third largest terrestrial homie. Um, and the two above him are elephant seals. Both of them are two different species of elephant seal. So in theory, he's the second largest. He's the second largest terrestrial animal? Uh, I guess... A- Maybe it's, um, because that doesn't make any fucking sense. No, uh, it doesn't. Because, like, so- elephants exist. <laughs> um, it must be pinniped. Oh, that would make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the As second a- largest terrestrial animal. Ever. That's ever existed. Just- Nothing's taller or bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Giraffe and-, and elephant just don't exist in this reality. Not to me. They're dead to me. Um, okay, so... The shit that's covering this giant animal is blubber, and that helps with warmth and fat energy and stuff. So mm, that's, why, that's why he's such a big boy. Um, mm-hmm. And his body just, in general, if you aren't familiar with a walrus, but you're familiar with seals and sea lions, it's the same thing. Um, really just, like, tubular little dude. Um, he can, so he's got, like, four flippers and hind rear flippers. And just like sea lions, he can flip his rear flippers under himself and actually walk on all fours. Um, whereas seals, like if you're familiar with like a harbor seal, they can only do like the worm on the ground. They do like little yes. inchworm blubber roll. Um, whereas like if you go and see a California sea lion on the coast, they can actually stand and kind of walk. Um, so walrus can do that as well. Hmm. Interesting. Swimming wise, it uses less of its flippers so it doesn't really swim like a sea lion it uses more of like a seal just kind of full body motiony thing in the water which is kind of freaky Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and just like the other pinnipeds he does not have an external ear so he doesn't have like a little ear flap just a hole in his head oh and by other sea wait that's not true i like i just lied out loud great hold on yeah, okay, sorry. So seals don't have a visible external ear, Correct. but sea lions do, and that's, like, one of Correct. the differences. Yes. Um, so I just, like, lied out loud, and then, but I fixed it. So just like seals, they also don't have an external ear. So they're, like, a weird combo of, like, seal and sea lion and just, like, teeth, I guess, added, hmm. added in. With, like, a, a buttload more blubber. Yeah, so, like, if you're just doing, like, a witch's brew, you just, like, seal, sea lion, elephant, fat, and also just, like, 
a million teeth, just like everybody in the world's teeth, start together, mm. walrus. You know, maybe they're so big because they just always got like big coats on, like they're blubber coats. Right. So maybe like truly like, inside they're thin? Yeah. Like you, you take off the winter coat and they're a little sea lion. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's like a, you it's know, like, a Bur- like Bur- Yeah, exactly. Like, um... Burlington Coat Factory. Mm, they're the their sponsor. slogan. Yeah, yeah. Their slogan should be Burlington Coat Factory. It should be. Hey, they're in the Arctic Circle. Hide that body inside a walrus. That's their slogan. This episode sponsored by Burlington Coat Factory. Okay, this is wild to me. This next fact. Okay, and now that I've heard it, it makes sense to me because this is one of the things I didn't like about wal- wal- <laughs> walrus. Right, right. Um, <laughs> Um, they don't have an orbital roof. Pardon? So you and I have like a bone above our eyeball. You cannot speak for me. <laughs> I don't have a bone above my eyeball. Okay. Oh, cool. wait, no, I do have a bone. Fuck, I have a bone. <laughs> I have a bone. I have a fucking bone. I have one bone. But walrus don't. Okay. So their eyes protrude so that they can see in front of them and also <laughs> behind them, like dorsally. Like he can look at his own back. It's horrible. <laughs> um, so it's really freaky. But he does have pretty short range, so it's not like he can see into your soul like some animals. Um, but he can just like just really see it no matter where you are, which is <laughs> just. <laughs> He can scope at his own butt, but also you, no matter where you are. And, like, some animals, like an owl, like, okay, yeah, you can turn your head, like, that's cool. Like, a walrus doesn't necessarily have, like, a neck. Like, it's kind of just a big circle. So instead mm-hmm. of, like, turning his head, he just, like, juts out his eyeballs, which is kind of no. disturbing. I don't like it. Yeah. That's a really bad visual. I know. Wait till I put up pictures on the Instagram. They're freaky. Oh, God. Um, okay, so let's talk about the elephant in the room. Get it? The actual elephant. Oh, I (laughs) thought you were talking about the fact that you completely ignored that elephants exist. (laughs) But yeah, let's let's go ahead and talk about the tusks. I don't want to talk about that. Okay. So they have tusks. They have two of them. And that is a elongated canine. It's a tooth. And males and females have them. Um, Do you want to guess how long they get? Yes. I, I am guessing that they get upwards of... Five feet long. Oh, that's big. Too big. Um, more like feet three long. feet. Three feet. Oh, so the height of an average woman. <laughs> and um, the tusk itself can weigh up to 12 pounds. Woof. Which is also the It makes sense because it's a, a big bone. Woman. Right. Like, it's not hollow. <laughs> it's just like a big chunk. Just yet more unrealistic societal standards for women to live up to. Three feet tall, 12 feet. 12 feet, 12 pounds in weight. My canines will never be that big. Three, three feet tall, 12 feet wide, 12 pounds in weight. <laughs> Just like a weird, it's the ideal freaky. body image. <laughs> a tusk. Uh, a so <laughs> the males do have slightly larger and thicker tusks, and they're going to use these for all kinds of fun activities. They use them for okay. fighting dominance um they'll just display them and see that they're better um so the biggest baddest male has the biggest tusks i mean that's just the way it is so they do have like a little hierarchical society um and that big homie with his big tusks is gonna be dominant um they also use them to help make holes in the water i'm sorry that's excuse me (laughs) that's part of their astral um 
abilities I didn't want to get into, but I misspoke. So right, let me right. go back to our plane of existence. Um, they make By holes, holes in the water. In you ice. mean holes in holes in the water that lead to other planes? <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to go that make deep. A hole in water. We already summoned the Illuminati. I don't want to talk about that. Um, they can form holes in ice. Ice, cool. which is like ice which ice. is a version of water. I will add. That's true. It is. <laughs> You know, from what we know about water, that is certainly a version of it. <laughs> so you're not wrong. Um, but they also can help aid them in getting out of the water. So they can kind of, like, fucking spear the ice and, like, drag their big blubbery bass out of the water. Which is kind of <laughs> funny. I know. <laughs> oh, good. Um, I also saw, like, an image of one. He was at a breathing hole and he just, like, shoved his tusk in the ice and was just, like, sleeping. <laughs> So it's just like an anchor. <laughs> Apparently that's a funny visual. <laughs> You're squeaking. You're squeaking now. <laughs> oh my god. Um <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> um, so he just like shoved his um his fucking tusks in the fucking ice and was taking a nap. Oh, God. Man, that got me. That got you. <laughs> got me. Um, okay. Carry on. Yeah. I'm good. Uh, yeah, they do that. <laughs> so stupid. Um, yeah, otherwise they don't really have a lot of teeth. They have like 18 teeth, whatever. Well, no that's cares. a good bit. I would say not a lot of teeth means less than six. <laughs> like a handful? Like, yeah, exactly. Not like a, this is like what, like a baker's dozen? No, that's 13. That's 13. Um, I would say like three handfuls. How big are their teeth? How big are the hands? <laughs> <laughs> the Again, very personal questions. Um, I'll leave those. I'll let those lie. Okay. Um. So one of the other defining features of a walrus, everybody notices the tusks, but everybody also notices... But no one notices the personality. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> okay, no one stops and asks them how they feel. <laughs> they just make fun of the way they look. And I'm sick of it. Anyway, they have old man whiskers. All of them look like they have fucking mustaches. They look ridiculous. Uh-oh. I banged on the table and started dogs barking. I don't remember what we were saying. Oh, we don't ask the walrus how they feel. Right, yeah. We just make fun of the way they look. So, going off that, they look like old, stupid men, and they have big mustaches. Mm-hmm. So those are whiskers, and they're pretty important. Um, they're called vibrissae, which is just a fucking word for whiskers. They're just whiskers. Um, they have about... 400 to 700 whiskers in about 13 to 15 rows, and they can get upwards of 12 inches in length, although most are kind of worn short because they use them for foraging, so they're kind of always, like, running into shit with them, so they kind of don't stay super long. Um, and they are really highly sensitive, and those are attached to muscles, so they kind of have um, movement to them, and they're very important in their diet, which I'll kind of get into mm -hmm. later because my notes are everywhere all right so skin wise um they have some sparse hair coverage other than um their whiskers they just have them like here and there um 
their skin gets lighter as they age. So some even like really old ones, they look almost like albino, like they're almost white. Um, but they start off kind of darker. Um, their skin is fucking crazy. It's about 3.9 inches thick at their neck and shoulder. Oh my god. Can you even imagine if you had four inches of skin like on your arm? Like your wrist would be disgusting. It would be a lot of skin. It would be a lot. And then, in addition to that, their blubber is about 5.9... Oh, wait, no, that's a 7. 5.7 inches thick. Oh, my God. Thank Which God is, it wasn't 5.9. That would just been too much. Too much, yep. Um, And then here's just a f- cool fun fact. They have an air sac under their throat, which helps them bob vertically in the water, and they can sleep. Oh, yummy. So they've like got a nice. built-in um, flotation device. Oh, that's helpful, huh? Yeah. And then here's my favorite fact. Males have a baculum. <gasps> oh, no. Do you know we took a-, a hard left turn, didn't we? <laughs> we got there. Um, Fauna, do you know what a baculum is? I sure do. Uh, it's a true boner. It's a, it's the, the boniest boner that could ever bone. Yep. It's a penis bone. It's a bone in the penis. And it aids... Uh, just reproduction because it maintains sufficient stiffness during sexual penetration. Mm-hmm. And humans don't have them, which Correct. many of us have found out by people not maintaining sufficient stiffness during sexual Wah. penetration. Wah. You know, may- maybe the baculum not only serves an important purpose physically, but maybe emotionally too. Right. Like he is just always on. Yeah. Like gotta gotta be good for your self-esteem, huh? Yeah. Um, so walrus have the... Okay, so a lot of different species have a baculum. Humans just don't. Um, but a mm. lot of different ones do. But the walrus does have the largest baculum. Woof. It's the largest of any land mammal. Both. Oh, great. Here we go again. <laughs> both in size and relative to its body. That's wild. And it gets up to 25 inches long. That's wild. So just like a pencil is seven, I, I googled like lengths of things. Pencils are seven point five <laughs> inches on average. Okay. Um, a loaf of bread is about sixteen inches. Okay. The average human penis is five point five to five point six inches. That's an interesting range. Okay. And a fucking skateboard's like twenty five inches, so it's as long as a skateboard. <laughs> zoom zoom. <laughs> Um, I did also just make just really upsetting searches in my search history. Um, it's not mm. the largest penis, even terrestrially. The, like, horses have just disturbing shit, as well as, mm-hmm. like, elephants and giraffe. Like, I don't even want to get into that. But this is the mm. largest boner. So just keep yeah. that in mind. There's it's, a difference. Yeah, it's its own its own celebration. We're yeah, it's his own category at the, at the fucking World's Fair, and he won the Blue Ribbon. At the penis party, he won. He won the penis award. So, penis. let's get into how he used that dick. Um, okay. Reproduction. So, um, these guys are referred to bulls, cows, and calves. So, male, female, and baby. That's pretty beefy. They're just like a Watusi. <laughs> like a Watusi, man. Um, so, males and females really only come together during breeding. They're pretty much sexually segregated. Otherwise, so when you see like a mass pile of walruses, if it's not their breeding season, they're separated. Like it's just a big 
bro party or a big like chick party. Um, hmm. And like I said, they do have that hierarchical, which I can't say for whatever reason, society where the biggest male um, gets the best haul out spot. So he gets like the best part of the beach, which is, I guess, good for him. Yeah, it makes sense. He um, worked for it. Right. Like he grew he big teeth it. and he's mm-hmm. fat as fuck. So he deserves it. Yeah. Um, so they're sexually mature around seven, but they're not fully developed until around 15. Um, oh. So they don't really breed until then, which kind of makes sense because the biggest male gets like top picks. So like, even though you may be like mature, you're not big enough yet to like fight mm-hmm. with the boys. So, um, mm-hmm. but they only live 20 to 30. So like, you don't dick down until you're like on death's door, which kind of sucks. Uh, <laughs> better make it count. Yeah. Um, so the males engage in competitive vocals, they do competitive posturing, they stab each other, um, they make a really wide (laughs) range of vocals, it's really interesting. Um, there are some videos on the internet, I'll tell you guys about them a little bit later towards the end, that are really interesting, you should definitely look them up, because walrus are wild. Um, and then once they've won, and then, like, that big-ass male's like, yo, what's up, the females join them, and they do copulate in the water. I guess because on land, she might literally die because he weighs fucking 5,000 pounds. Oh, I see. And is smacking her with an erect 25-foot fucking long. (laughs) I said foot. That's disturbing. A perma boner. Yeah. That is disturbing. Yeah. Like, she has to, she's like, can we please just float? Okay. Can Um, we float? God. Can we please float? So gestation's around 15 to 16 months long. They do have a four to five month delayed implantation. So once they, um have copulated the embryo, whatever, doesn't get, I mean, it's, like, fertilized, but just, like, sits there for, like, five months, um, which is just to help until, like, the good time of year to have calves and blah, blah, blah. So 15 to 16 months, um, the calves, so they're born around April and June, and at birth, within, like, an hour, they can swim. And remember, they're fucking huge, so they, like, it's not that big of a deal. Um, the mm-hmm. mothers do leave the herd, so they'll leave all the other females to give birth. They don't really well, 100% know why, because it seems like a bad move, but um, maybe it's to get away from, like, the scent of a thousand walruses, so, like, other predators aren't coming. Um, there mm-hmm. is also, when you have that many animals together, um, a lot of issues with, like, crushing, so maybe because they're so small, they just want to kind of be on their own. So they do kind of peace out and stay with mom for a while, just on their own. Um, maybe it's a... Maybe she just doesn't want all the, like, nagging advice from everyone she knows. Yeah. She's like, I got this. You know, it's like a backseat driver sort of thing. And, like, I don't know if I'm about to push out, like, a three-foot-long, like, organism if I want my friends and family to watch. Yeah, like, thanks, Karen. I know you've done this before, but I'm just going to do my thing. Like, my body's about to explode. Please let me live. Yeah, I can kind of see that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so those babies nurse for about a year and they stay with mom up to five years. Um, whenever they're nursing, they gain about 1.5 pounds a day. Oh my God. Which is a lot. It's a lot of pounds a day. Um, but because they stay with their mom for a while and there's delayed implantation and all that stuff, um, females usually give birth about every two years at most. Oh, that's pretty common actually. Or like, not common. That's like pretty frequent, I would say. Yeah. Every two years. Yeah. the gestation is like almost two years right yeah um so one fun fact i saw only on octonauts and nowhere else so i don't know how (laughs) (laughs) true it is is that they blow at each other's faces to say hi like they just like you come up to them and they're just like just like breathe on you i don't know Oh, that's weird and cute yeah 
Um, they also migrate. Of course, they have to follow ice um, and haulouts and stuff. So they're going to be, um, in the summer, moving from the ice to beaches where they can actually haul out. Um, hmm. And you can find, like, a couple of ten migrating, or you can find a thousand all migrating together. So, um, of course, they have to find food as well. So let's talk about their diet a little bit. Um, yeah. They have a really big body. Um, but they eat really small stuff, so they have to be really efficient, and they have to be able to eat a lot. So they're actually really, really efficient foragers. Um, they forage on the seafloor, but they actually are not deep divers. So compared to other pinnipeds, their diving range is pretty limited. Um, it's like about 260 feet, and they can be submerged, though, for half an hour, which is pretty good. So they just like yeah. to stay towards like the shallow areas, where they don't have to dive down very deep, but they can stay down for a long time and kind of chomp. Um, if they are going out, they can go out for a forage and stay out for a few hours, or they can go out and forage for several days if they need to before they come back. Um, they're pretty opportunistic, so they aren't super picky. Um, they've are found up to eat, uh, over 60, um, different kinds of marine organisms, including shrimp, crabs, tube worms, soft corals, tourniquets, sea cucumbers, mollusks, and other pinnipeds on occasion. Um, but their favorite by far are clams. So uh. they use those really awesome whiskers and they go around on the bottom and they just like spit <laughs> jets of air and jets of water into holes cool. and disturb the substrate to find clams. And then once they find them, they have like these crazy lips and they just like put their lips around it and like shoot water in there and use their little tongue and they're just like and they lick the little clam out. And clam jam. <laughs> they are fucking clam jamming all the time. Um, so even though they're eating a ton of food and you'd have to think like a, th- like a thousand walrus are like really just fucking up a seabed, um, they mm. actually disturb the seafloor when they're kind of moving their big bulk around and it actually releases nutrients into the water column. So they actually kind of give back a little bit. No, that's kinda, good. Kind of move stuff around. Um, but they have also found walrus with... Um, seal meat in their guts, as well as pieces of whale. Um, they found some um, chewing on a wall, a narwhal that had been stuck, and they found Whoa. some eating birds as well. So they kind of just like don't mind just jumping on whatever's around. Maybe because they can't see that well. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Is this a clam? I'm just gonna dig in." It doesn't taste or feel like it, but. It might be. Let me look behind me and see if there's one behind right, me as right, well. Right, right, um, right. So they have two main predators outside of humans because we kill everything. So two mm-hmm. natural predators, which are the killer whale and the polar bear. They're okay. going to focus mainly on calves and weak and sick walrus um, because, uh, yeah, a polar bear, a male polar bear gets up to 990 pounds. So like not 5,000. Mm-hmm. Um, and female polar bears are only like 550 pounds. So they've, they're not like that great at eating walruses because walruses yeah, are huge. Kind of got to like stack your odds there. Yeah. So they do have a specific hunting technique though. Um, one of which is just to rush 
the group. So you have to imagine walrus, like they're all out on the beach. They're super gregarious, very social species, and they love tactile, like reinforcement. So they're always laying on each other um, and they're always like piled up on each other. So if a polar bear comes running through and they're alarmed and they all are doing like this mass exodus to the water, um, there are several that can be crushed and killed or um, during that time. So a lot of calves and um, mainly like the sick ones. So um, they can kind of use that technique. They also um, can isolate a walrus if maybe there aren't any diving holes. So if the walrus is stuck on land, they're more vulnerable. Um, they're way faster than a polar bear and more agile than a polar bear in the water. So the moment they see one, they kind of want to try to get to the water as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when the bear would be at a pretty big disadvantage. So um, I did watch a video. I think it was like some BBC. I think it was like Planet Earth or something um, where a polar bear like came up and so all of the females actually created a barrier and put all the calves in the middle and it was just like this barrier of blubber and he like the polar bear could not get I mean he was biting the blubber but he can't get through six inches of blubber so he wasn't even doing any damage to the adults and they were just protecting the calves until they got in the water and got away and he was SOL. It was a true barrier. Great. (laughs) Everyone loved it. Everyone thinks you're so great and your stupid puns. Thanks. You guys are great. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was super nice that they, like, protect their young and they mm-hmm. don't just, like, peace out. Um, <laughs> yeah, bye, babe. Yeah. See ya. Um, one thing that I was watching, did I write that down? Um, I don't think so. So it was, like, so adorable and this is, like, what made my heart melt. So I was watching videos of walrus females when they were having their calves and it's the cutest shit. So she, like, went out of her way to, like, have this baby. And then it's, like, learning to swim, right? Like, it's, like, right in the water. It's, like, a couple mm-hmm. hours old. And they, like, they have that neck flotation. So she can, like, float and then just, like, wrap her front flippers around and just, like, hug him and, like, cuddle him. And Aww. then, like, anytime they're swimming, like, he'll swim under her and she'll put her flippers around him. And, like, Aww. hold him. It was That's so baby. fucking cute. I, like, almost cried. I don't know <laughs> why I was so emotional this morning looking at that, but I was, was very DGM. emotional. And I was like, oh, my God, I would die for a walrus. They're so <laughs> precious. Um, isn't so, yeah, that funny maybe I'll when post a couple like, pictures. Isn't that funny when there's those, like, animal moments where they just sort of hit you and they're not even, yes. like, that profound no there was one day i was looking out and just getting like a visual on the animals i worked with and one of the boys i work with was like curled up on a hill just like napping but he was curled up like a kitty and it moved me to tears (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you're so cute i can't stand it yeah um so that was really fucking adorable now hey good mom okay conservation wise so like i said Uh They group the Pacific and the Atlantic together just to talk about the species as a whole. So do you have thoughts? Uh, I'm going to guess that they're maybe not doing great. Um, maybe, like, vulnerable? Yeah, definitely. They are vulnerable. Nice. Um, so, I mean, not nice, but... Yeah. Um, so basically, the Atlantic population, they kind of think is near-threatened. Um, so they think that there's about 25,000, maybe less than 25,000. Um, and the Pacific population, they actually have it listed as data deficient. They don't have enough data oh. to say how much there are, but their estimate is like 200,000. So near-threatened and data deficient combined apparently comes out as vulnerable. Um, so one That's of the biggest things, of course, is climate 
climactic, climactic, climatic climate. Doesn't have another T. Climatic warming, um, because this is going <sighs> to make a much different environment for them um, if the yeah. sea ice recedes. Like their population will just rapidly decline. Um, yeah, especially with them like relying on ice as part of like their territory and the way that they hunt and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So that was the thing that the Red List listed was that their um, niche is very specific and that they need a very large area, but it has to have very shallow water so that they can forage. But it does have to also have open water with rich feeding areas and then also has to have a presence of a haul out nearby. So um, those kind of things combined, it makes it a little specific. Um, It's also got to be teeming with clams. There's better be a clam party or else they're out a clambery oh that was okay i liked that one that's pretty good i like the clambery thanks um so um just talking about like the native people of the arctic they did used to like totally depend on the walrus um they used their hides their ivory and their bones and subsist sub god subsist what subsistence (laughs) How come my brain doesn't do what my mouth tell it do? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great question. <laughs> Why don't oh. I do the thing I do that I say and think? Um, so subsistence harvesting still continues today in Canada, Greenland, Alaska, and not Russia, I don't think. Um, so in the 18th well, and 20th... Why would you even bring up Russia then? Because I wrote Russia down and that's not right because I'm going to talk about okay. it later. Um, so 18th to 20th century, that was when the commercial hunting was, and that was severely depleting the populations of walrus. Like, we almost just, like, fucking annihilated them. Um, so then in the 1970s, they totally eliminated commercial hunting, and they limited trade, um, and they have, like, numerous international and national conservation programs that are limiting all of that. Um, so today in Greenland, um, there is a... Like, these are all the subsistence harvesting. There is one, but they're not allowed to um, harvest any females. In Norway and Russia, you are not allowed to do any harvesting whatsoever. In Alaska, you're allowed to do a sustainable harvest. And then in Canada and Greenland, there's actually a quota harvest that they um, keep track of. Cool. Um, So back in the day, the natives to these areas were using all parts of the walrus. I think it's kind of toned down a little bit today just with technology and stuff, but um, if they're still doing it the way they used to, they're still using all the parts. So they were using the meat for nutrition. They were totally eating those boys. Um, Apparently the flippers were fermented and were um, then saved for later as a delicacy. They used the tusk and the bones as tools. They used the oil from the blubber as warmth and light. Wow. Um, They used the hide um, to create ropes to help cover, um, yeah, to help create coverings for their houses and boats. And then they actually use the intestine and guts to create waterproof lining in their parkas. Huh. They really went all in, huh? Yeah. I mean, shit. super smart. Like, very... Resourceful. Ingenuitive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so today, like, people probably are doing it more as diet and then also just, like, carvings in the Tuscan bones that was used in, like, native art and stuff probably still continues. Mm -hmm. Um, They most likely don't do all of that, but I'm sure there's some people that totally do. Um, So, walrus are listed in Appendix 3 of the Convention on International Trade and Endangered Species of Wild Fauna and Flora, um, which does control the global trade in walrus ivory, so that that is handled and protected. 
Which is good. Makes sense. Yeah, that is good. Um, luckily for the walrus, they fucking huge. So we don't have a lot of issues as far as like bycatch. Like there's not like, oops, we accidentally killed a walrus when we were like fishing for salmon um, because they're just so big. But fisheries do disturb benthic feeding areas. So there is some issues um, with that. Um, and then there's also some issues with human disturbance. So low-flying aircraft, um, anything near the shore, like if boats pass very close to shore, that can cause a stampede. And like I talked about earlier, that does um, make like a high mortality, mostly in calves. So you're killing the, the next generation, which isn't helpful. Mm-mm. They are the future. They We rely on them wholeheartedly and their tiny blubbery bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So yeah, media-wise, like I mentioned, Octonauts has a thing about every animal ever. I'm just going to see if I can, like, find that whole shoe. I feel like I should just watch it. There's, like, a penguin, and his name is Peso, and he's, like, really cute. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, and they did, like, this episode about the walrus, and they, like, hid under a walrus costume, and they had, like, go in and act all big and tall so that they could get to, like, the biggest, tallest guy. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was just very informative and very nice. And And then what? They were getting their, like, medical kit back, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, I thought this was a clam. You can have your medical kit. Wow. Yeah. I thought that I thought that was going in another direction. No, it's all very nice and safe and everyone was great. Good. Um good. another media thing I've mentioned in the past. The movie Tusk. God, I knew you were gonna bring up that goddamn <laughs> movie. The worst movie ever made. It came out in twenty fourteen. It was written and directed by Kevin Smith. You're upsetting the dog in your home. I know, do you hear? Do you hear? I do. I don't know why he decided to create this thing that is now the bane of my existence. Um, but it is a horrific movie in which Justin Long and who else is in it? Like Johnny Depp's in it and some other people. Anyway, Justin Long gets turned into a fucking walrus. And by turned, I mean like his skin is like stitched together. There's so much body horror in this movie. It's disgusting. And basically like this man was like stranded on an island and he had like this walrus and the same was Mr. Tusk. And then he, like, killed him and ate him because he was dying. And then he got rescued, like, the next day. So he's trying to, like, recreate Mr. Tusk that he has, like, a chance to live again. Um, anyway, Justin Long stabs him. I don't want you to watch this movie, so I'm going to ruin the ending. Justin Uh-oh, Long <laughs> spoilers, guys. kills the man who creates him by, like, stabbing him with his tusks. And then, like, his best friend and I think his fiance or his girlfriend or his wife or somebody, I don't know. They find him. And then they put him in, like, an animal sanctuary. And she, like, comes and, like, feeds him herring. That's, um... So he remains a walrus, like, to this day. It is disgusting. It's just, like, Justin Long in a big old walrus fat suit. His skin is stitched. It is... One thing that, like, keeps me up at night. Like, I really can't... It makes me feel ill. I remember when that movie was uh, in production, and you would not stop talking about it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I can't wait to see this movie. It's gonna be so weird. And I was like... Uh, cool have fun because i will never view that with you i know and then it came out and you're like i'm gonna watch tusk tonight and i was like oh, right on <laughs> do have fun. you do you and then you watched it and the next day you're like that movie was awful and i was like i know and you're like no like it was truly horrific and i was like i could have told you that <laughs> it like got me to my core like i watch a lot of horrible things i read a lot of horrible things i love horror movies and horror video games and horror books i've read some fucked up shit i've seen some fucked up shit that gotcha huh that got me he is just so gross i can't yeah it grosses me out i've seen gross things but that man like human centipede i'll watch it all day shit in his mouth poop it out i don't care 
Walk, crawl around. You're all connected. Who cares? Justin Long gets turned into a walrus. I can't. I can't. It's too far. Cross the line. <laughs> um, moving on. I'm upsetting myself. Okay, um, so there are a lot of walrus in zoos. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Um, Point Defiance Zoo had a really famous walrus named E.T. who did pass away, I think, a couple years ago now. He was, like, in his 30s. Um, he has a lot of really awesome videos that I suggest you guys check out. He did a lot of cool vocalizations that they had on um, cue, and so they were able to ask him to do a lot. And the vocal range is crazy. Like, they're doing like, these big, loud roars, but they're doing, like, these weird clicks and shit. I don't know. It's nuts. That's um, cool. Indianapolis Zoo also had a very cool video of just training. I think the walrus's name was Pakuk. Um, and, um, the trainer was just, like, working with him, and he was doing a lot of different behaviors as well. Um, they're a really large animal, and, of course, like, all the pinnipeds, they're very intelligent. Um, so it's just nice to be able to work with them in that kind of way, where they're, um, able to ask them for certain behaviors. Like, she had him open his mouth, and she was able to measure his tusks, and just, like, measure and keep track, and, um, check the inside of his mouth and his googly eyes and shit for all the health benefits and stuff. Yeah. So if you ever go to an aquarium or a zoo, they probably, if they have a walrus, they probably do like a training presentation, I'd have to imagine, um, because those marine mammals get trained quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of all I have, I think. That's so cool. Yeah. So as horrible as Tusk is, that mother cradling its baby, like, totally cancels out, and I love walrus. <laughs> right, yeah. So we're on, like, neutral ground now. Everything's good. Everything's fine. We're good to go. Everything's great. I love it. I, um, I'll be honest, I didn't really know that much about them, except that they were just kind of like a big meat tube. Right. Um, with like a big couple of spiky teeth. Yeah. That was pretty much it. Yeah. It and just... that horrible movie. So this like, would definitely- <laughs> Adds a uh, little bit more. Air, yeah, it aired on the side of positive. Beautiful. Okay. Would you like a TLDL? Yes, please. TLDL. The walrus is a pinniped native to the Arctic waters. They are anywhere from 1,800 to, I don't know, 5,000 pounds. Just very, very big. Mm-hmm. Their babies come out swimming at about three and a half feet long. Their tusks are teeth. They're elongated canines. They can get up to three and a half feet long and 12 pounds, which is wild. That is wild. They mostly eat clams. That's dope. Their skin is about six, or their blubber is about six inches thick, and they have a built-in flotation device. Nice. They got a dick bone. Mm-hmm. That dick bone, the biggest dick bone in the land mammals, and it's up to 25 inches long. God. That wild. That wild. They migrate, because they gotta stick with ice and shit. They eat clams. Clam jam. 24-7 Clam. But they Clambery. might also eat a whale and a bird if they choose. Killer whales and polar bears eat them, but they kind of suck at it, so they do an all right. They're only listed as vulnerable, but quit putting fucking, I don't know, greenhouse gases in our planet, and we're going to melt all the fucking ice. Then we're yeah. going to have a different story. True, true. The native people of the Arctic used to depend on walrus. Now they don't depend on them, but they still harvest them to keep up with their... Um, the ways that they've always done. In the media, horrible things happened. Yeah, and bad things. That's all I have to say. And then my phone is going off. I'm so sorry. Why don't you ever silence it? 
I do sometimes, and then I forget, and then it's, like, later, and then, yeah. Cool. Uh, cool. I like the walrus. That was very good. It was no Watusi cattle, but I liked the Big beefy baby. I went from not a big beefy horn to a big beefy tooth. You did. Man, we're all about those, like, weird teeth, huh? Yeah, they do me wrong, the teeth. The teeth are weird. They do me right. I think is what you meant to say. Something like that, sure. I, I would say, I can easily generalize here and say, like, 60% of the animals we've covered have weird teeth. Yeah. This is the- Easily. F- uh, I don't think this is the first with a dick bone, but this is the first with a really big dick bone. Yeah, but potentially the biggest. Yeah. Crazy. And those things are wacky. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay, um... Odd. Thanks, everybody, for joining us this week. I hope that you learned a lot of cool stuff about walrus and had a good time chilling. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to go check out our Instagram, where we'll post fun pictures of boners, walruses cuddling, and walruses floating with their flotation devices. Facts and links pertaining to what we talked about here, and who else? Who else? Oh, what? We're also going to post that picture that killed me halfway through the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that picture that killed Fauna dead. Um, I died. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Podbean. We're on everything. So share us. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Fucking buy an airplane that, like, has those words on the back and then make it say Keeper Chat. I don't know. Oh, I thought you meant buy a plane that does, like, the little smoke and you, like, do a bunch of loops and and No, that, that way. would dissipate so quickly. I want a ribbon on the end that just says, like, check out Keeper Chat. So you want a ribbon of a plane that just flies away? It's going to do, like, it's <laughs> going to circle, like, the Bay Area for, like, three hours or something. Oh, and you have funds to pay for that, do you? <laughs> this is viral marketing. I asked our listeners to pay for it, Okay. <laughs> True. Where are deep pocket listeners out there? There's got to be one sugar listener amongst them. It's like a sugar daddy, but they're a listener. Hmm. Anyway, that's the end of this episode. Next week, (laughs) Fonda has to do X, which is just fucking the worst. And I love it. I hope you guys are really excited about it. Cool, cool, cool. I have like one thing to choose from. <laughs> um, if you like this awesome episode, great, super. I love you because I did it. And it's my episode. And if you didn't, <laughs> that's cool. I don't care. I hate you. Bye. Smell you later.